The Retirement Commissioner says uh, people who are working and collecting New Zealand's superannuation could be income tested as one option to ensure that keeping uh, that we can keep the superannuation age at 65. Her comments uh, come in a paper released today. It also recommends the government encourage cross-party agreement on the future of super. Retirement Commissioner Jane Wrightson joins us now. Kia ora, good morning. So you want to see super stay at 65. You don't believe that raising the age is, is the uh, the way forward here? Not at the moment. The, the paper we've published today tries to put as much data into the public domain as we can because this discussion often focuses on quick solutions to what's quite a complicated problem. So what we're saying is age 65 is perfectly affordable at the moment and it's the right thing to do for a number of very good reasons. Um, if, for instance, however, that the um, I'm sorry, if that uh, the fiscal issue becomes really important, uh, then there are a number of options to look at, uh, and income testing is one of the better ones and the fairer ones. Mm. Well, just putting the age up harms uh, disproportionately harms manual workers, carers, uh, those in poor health, uh, and those who have got lower savings, and that's disproportionate um, harm to women. And of course, to Māori Pacifica and those in meaning employment. Okay, we'll get to those options in a second. But firstly, we need to put it out there that it sh- all the sort of work done by Treasury, uh, looking long term at the ability to afford superannuation, would suggest that leaving it at sixty-five long term is going to be extremely problematic in terms of affording it, even with the Cullen Fund paying out. So we're going to have to look at some other options, aren't we? Well, I would perhaps, perhaps, and Treasury takes a, a particularly gloomy view about this because that's Treasury's job in some ways to be very conservative. The thing about um, the system is that it needs to be fair and stable and affordable, right? It's, NZ Super is the eighth least expensive, expensive pension in the OECD as a proportion of GDP, right? And the forecasts show that the expenditure would be well below the OECD average in 40 years without any, any change. So there's some shibboleths around here that need to be constantly challenged. Um, where we sit is, is a pretty modest uh, compared to um, other countries. Okay. But you are saying if we do run into a situation where it is becoming unsustainable, one of the options is, is to look at income testing. So that, And you suggest it would be someone on double the median income, so what, $120,000 a year, they're over 65, they're still working. Under that scenario, you would suggest that they don't collect super? Yeah, I think that's absolutely fair if we're facing affordability issues. Um, it's harder to administer. There's a whole bunch of uh, uh, difficulties around any change like this. But it seems to me that that's an option that should be considered alongside raising the age and probably as a better one. How do you deal with the issue, and I think even the Prime Minister sort of alluded to this and they haven't had a chance to obviously consider it, but uh, the issue of, uh, of entitlement that, they, that that person has been paying taxes their entire lives and part of that, presumably, is the deal that they get super. And so whatever they earn on top of that, well, that's just by the by. Um, yes, and that's the individualist view of it, and that's perfectly fine. It's also true. But if we are going to have to make some, some, cut, some cuts here, then there are a, a different set of issues that need to be talked about. Um, I think it's really um, important to remember that these are long-term options. And what is... What, the current system um, 
struggles with is finding political agreement over time. And we have to have political agreement so that people trust the system. They need to understand that the NZ Super will be there for them. Some young people don't think it will be. I say nonsense. It will be there. Um, what we really need is is more intelligent conversations, data-driven and looking towards a political accord. It's pretty hard, though, isn't it? Because really we've had hard. breaches in the past <laughs> and it's too easy for political parties to break ranks because this is such an emotional issue and people do tend to think of their own retirement and they do tend to think it's happening now. So how, how, how would you bring about a cross-party accord that everyone agrees to? <laughs> well, firstly, I'm asking for people to try. You know, if you look at the current coalition government, two parties think the age should go up. A third party has said, no, no, keep it at 65. And that's the only reason it's still there, I think. Um, um, the opposition has taken different views over time. Uh, the Greens have always said 65, to my knowledge. Labour has said 65 recently, but it's had other views in the past. This is not good for New Zealanders. Um, and the, the issues when you boil it down are quite simple. Look at the projections and look at the cost look at the cost of not doing things um, and can we find a solution that says in five or 10 or 15 years, we'll look at it again, we'll look at it routinely, we'll look at it, um, we're suggesting in the paper, do a proper review every nine years and put the, put the refreshed data out. You know, if we really can't afford it right. for nine years, well, hell's teeth, there's the answer. Okay. If we can, continue. Thank you very much for that. Uh, that is the Retirement Commissioner, Jane Wrightson.